Ramble. Good morning. Welcome to You Can Sit With Us. This is Rachel. This makes me incredibly nervous, actually. I just got butterflies to introduce the episode. <laughs> You're doing great. You got three hosts here. You got Becky. Hi. Ariel's here. Hello. And Maggie's here. Woo. The gang's all here. Today, we're going to do a controversial opinion. It is incited by Ariel. I hope there's some like real fighting over it. I think there will be. Should I say what it is? Oh, I think there will be. There will be. (laughs) I won't even say what it is. It's going to be hot. There's some hot tea. But first, before that, we are going to discuss Behind the Try, the BTS of a Try Guys video. What was going on in real life when the Try Guys were swimming (laughs) with sharks? Oh, man. That is... A long video. I (gasps) wasn't around. I had never met the Try Guys. Um, It is old days at that old company that they used to work for, and they went swimming with sharks. So the year is 1885. Um, No, I was was actually just looking. It was 2016. Wow. It was June 2016. Ago. That's so long ago. ago. I can't believe. I, I, I can't believe that we've known each other for that long. So we wanted to do this segment because we, we've known each other for a while now. And we have been traveling with these guys. We've been, you know, behind the scenes on almost all of these videos. I mean, since they were at BuzzFeed. And we've got some, we've got some drama to share. We've got some tea. <laughs> Uh, how, do, how do you guys feel about like talking about the behind the scenes? I think it's going to be fun. I mean, I think people don't know how often we are also there <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> I feel like especially in those like early BuzzFeed days, we were all like trying to clamor on to whatever like really fun thing was happening. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Can I come? Can I come? Did you guys also swim with sharks? No. no, that was not, not the really fun thing that was happening. <laughs> that was not the the fun thing was the trip to Miami. Ariel, Matt, and I went mm-hmm. to Miami, and it was actually Maggie. You and Zach had like just started dating. Yeah, I think we met in March, and this video came out in like June or July, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Zach was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, by the way, I'm gonna go do this sponsored video." And he was, we talked about it last night, and he was like, I wanted to tell you that I really liked you in case I, like, I don't know, died. Died. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) But he was like, also, we had only been dating for three months, so it was very weird. It was a weird situation to be in, but. It was a weird situation all around. I remember Snapchat was a thing, and he was, like, Mm -hmm. Snapchatting Miami. So they get into the water with bull sharks, which are one of the most aggressive Mm -hmm. pack uh, sea creatures in the world mm-hmm. and I thought it was going to be like Hawaii where you go into a tank and you're like protected in the little shark mm-hmm. tank thingy but then when I watched the video it's a four minute long video they are in open ocean just like chilling and there's like hundreds of sharks underneath them somebody just throws out chum and and they're like okay the shark should be coming soon and they're like Fuck. It seemed like the guy running the ship was like, okay, they have to get out now. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so dangerous. So scary. Mm -hmm. Well, I I didn't know they had to sign life and they had to get life insurance. Uh, BuzzFeed had to get a life insurance policy. And Keith was like, okay, so, because we weren't married at the time. He's like, okay, I'm going to put you as my beneficiary. And I was like, 
And that's how he told me that they had to get the life insurance policies. Like, I'm wow. not ready for this this kind of of commitment. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, can you actually get hurt? And he's like, yeah, probably. We're swimming with yeah. sharks. Who knows oh what could God. happen? Yeah, I know. I thought, too, they would be in a cage. I thought they were going to be in a cage. I think I think he actually did think that they were going to be in a shark cage. I That's think a, I remember that, like because I was horrifying. I was really stressed out about it. I was um, yeah. I I remember thinking, well, okay, so this was one of their first um, sponsored things. It was like it was a really mm-hmm. big deal for them because there was this, you know, like they had been doing videos at BuzzFeed for not very long, maybe six months to a year. They had been doing videos together, and then they got this sponsored mm-hmm. thing, and like we didn't even really know what that meant. We were like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so you yeah. could get, like, sponsors for videos? That's cool. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, great. Like, um, lively? Cool. Yeah. And so, and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to come up with, like, a really cool concept for it. And I don't remember who came up with Swimming with Sharks, but it it just it took off. And they're like, oh, my God, what's happening? Um, I don't even think that it was them. I think it was the like the branded team or something like that. They were like, okay, so mm-hmm. we're going to have you guys sw- swim with sharks. It's like, sorry, what? That's not a good <laughs> idea. That's like legitimately dangerous. Okay, so you're all nervous. They all have extra life mm-hmm. insurance. And at least <laughs> Becky and Ariel fly to Miami too. And Matt, yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you guys there like on the boat or were you like hanging at a hotel? We did because it was a... They were doing it as part of a series, so there were other videos they had to film. Mm-hmm. So we did, I believe we went out for a week, and then when they needed to go to the other place to do the swimming with sharks, the three of us left and oh, went yeah. back uh, to L.A. And I do have a very specific memory of us getting, Ariel, do you remember when we got on the plane to go home, and Matt was like, oh, let's all take, I think it was like a Benadryl or something, and he's like, we'll all fall asleep, it'll be so cute, we could just, you know, whatever. So I remember popping this Benadryl, and the plane moves like five feet, and then it stops, and we had to get off. And I do we to remember like, that. We were like so far away from our next gate, and I was like, in a daze, like, <laughs> like oh, dragging no. you along sleep. <laughs> I was like, Ariel, look, a pizza hut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Becky. Yes. Becky got high on was Benadryl. <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. Worse when you're trying to oh. fight the effects of Benadryl. It's happening. It was like, <laughs> and that's so Matt to just be like, let's just, let's take this. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. Take this. You'll go to sleep. Okay. But we didn't know each other very well back then. And um, do you remember where we stayed? We got an Airbnb in Miami Beach um, yeah. because we thought that would be a really good idea. And mm-hmm. uh, there weren't even enough rooms for everybody. We were like sleeping on top no. of each other. <laughs> I remember Ariel and Ned were like in the kitchen area on like oh my God. a cot and Keith and I were on a pullout in the living room. Yes. <laughs> so before we went to bed, we would be like, good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. I remember the, the street outside of where our Airbnb was, was like unfinished. Yes. So, or like it was under construction. So every time we came back from 
like anywhere you were like bouncing around yeah yeah <laughs> it got to the point where where we would just have them like have them drop us a little bit farther away and then we'd like walk yeah, down we would just I was walk. like I'm not wearing heels to walk over <laughs> like that was back when I wore heels <laughs> please um, you know like to walk over these <laughs> rocks Maggie was that your like first taste of what they were you know what the try guys were all about were you like yeah. holy shit he's gonna be doing these scary things all the time or i was uh, he hadn't had videos where he had traveled as much i thought he was just doing uh dressing up like in a vagina costumes doing things out of buzzfeed <laughs> studios and i was like wait where are you going i was like are you gonna travel a lot should i expect this in our future um but it was really exciting to see it come together too i remember ned being scared but not that scared. Mm-hmm. And then when he came back, he was like, that was a life-changing experience that, yeah, that I just had. Ned end up having like, almost like a panic attack. He when had he a panic attack. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, scary. he's he's not, uh, he, he was not scared of sharks going in. And then coming out, he was like, just afraid for his life. He just, like his whole life flashed before Whoa. his eyes. He's, I'm, he, you know, he's like, I'm going to yeah. lose a foot. I'm never going to be a father. I'm just like all the things <sighs> that he, <laughs> it was just crazy. I was like, you see sharks in aquariums and you're like, oh yeah, if I saw that in the wild, like I've seen them in aquariums, like I know what they're like. They're not as big as I think they are. But I think if you were to dunk me in a tank with a fish that's larger than me or a shark, I would just shut down and try like climbing out of the water as fast as possible. I can't even imagine the funniest and realest thing said, I think it's in the series, not in that exact exact video, is when Zach mm-hmm. goes, just getting into the ocean, there's nothing in here, which is like perfectly demonstrates my fear of the ocean, which is there's so much life down there and you don't know what's coming up and you don't know how big or scary it is or slimy or spindly or anything. <sighs> It's like every time I get in, I'm like, oh, please, nothing touch me. Nothing touch me. Nothing touch me. Rachel, you need to look up uh, the Great Hole. Um, It is is like the deepest hole in the ocean. And like only recently has like a new level of it been explored. Oh, yeah. But it's like one of the, it's it's like insane. It's it's so scary. I was like, I would never. Never. Like, there's, I, th- I think there's a movie poster somewhere of somebody in flippers, like at the top of the water, and then, mm-hmm. and then it like there's just ocean, 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 and nothing at the bottom, you know. So they they don't reveal what's coming up to get the person. But uh-huh. that is one of my no. greatest fears: is just dangling yeah. for all of those things that know the water better than you. You know, like even when I'm mm-hmm. at the beach, I don't like I to go past where my feet don't touch the ground because. No. You don't know what's under. Oh there. yeah, you don't know what's gonna get you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I make Watts hold me. I like hold on to him. I'm like, we can swim uh-huh. out if, if I'm like on your back, like a koala bear. But I yeah. can't be my own person. It's too scary. Yeah. The yeah. ocean is the closest thing we have to going to space. I know. You know, For sure. those are like the the most unexplored places with the craziest looking like creatures. Gooeys. I was um scuba diving with friends in thailand and one of them was like looking under the water and i'm right behind her and i'm looking under the water and she pops up and she goes there's something spiky and starts swimming back towards the boat and i was like oh hell no i'm going to there's something spiky we're out of here we're out of here spikes i'm sure it was just a fish but like 
No. Zach and I were walking along the beach um, in Mexico once, and we saw a sea snake. I didn't know sea snakes existed, but the water was washing back, and you just saw its body um, catapults itself, almost like those little... Like little crabby things that when you stick your hand in mm-hmm. as the waves crossing back, you can sometimes catch one with your hand. But it was terrifying. Did anyone say, like, please don't go do this? I didn't say don't go do because, well, they were already signed into it. Because I was like, are you sure mm-hmm. you wanted? Because one of the things on the life insurance was giving you a dollar amount for your limbs. What? It was like, it was like never if heard you that. lose a hand, you will get X amount of money. Okay, you guys, I yeah. found a video of uh, oh god of oh, us in Miami Beach. It's us in our Airbnb. Ned is popping a bottle of champagne. Becky and Keith are sitting on a bright yellow couch. Um, Katie's in the background. Eugene is only wearing his underwear in the kitchen. Matt is also only wearing his underwear. Zach is wearing pants that do not show his ankles. <gasps> what a time. Scandalous. And, and then I have a picture of uh, 75% off everything must go. That's like right in the middle of everything. <laughs> what? Wait, Ariel, I have the other part of that picture. It's what? when we went out and got way too lit. And we were taking pictures in front of this, like, everything must go sign. I have, like, <laughs> the blurriest. I need Wait, to see why? if I can find it. Why? Did you think it was funny? Probably. Maybe we I don't know like, why we took a picture our there. Our clothes must go or something. I don't know. But, yeah, it's like. <laughs> it was something. It's yeah. like. And I think pictures of us at the beach. shirt off. Uh, <laughs> take your shirt we off. We probably thought that everything was really funny. Go. So, in 2016, you're. You know, trotting around Miami. Were you mm-hmm. guys, was anything on your radar that, like, the guys could, like, make make it on their own with this? Like, they got their first sponsored video that they could leave BuzzFeed. Were, were they recognized? Were you recognized? Like, did you sense how popular they were yet? Or was that all still to come down the road? I think it was still to come. Yeah, this was one of the first times that we had traveled yeah. together. And I think that they were mm-hmm. just starting to get recognized. And I remember, I mean, mm-hmm. now if the four of them are together with us, at like it, it's mm-hmm. they can't even walk down the street. Like, but it, at this time, like all four of them were together. We were going out. And maybe a couple of people in one night would recognize them. And I remember mm-hmm. turning to like Becky and Matt and being like, this is weird, right? Like, this is weird that they're getting recognized. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like at the, I think, sort of the starting point of where like somebody maybe at the airport mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. like excited. And we were all like, this is so weird. Huh. This is strange. And then it only kind of like snowballed from there. Oh, I remember standing in line for ice cream. um, And we were in like a pretty long line. And all of us were standing in line (laughs) in a big group together. And, you know, that was maybe one of the two or three times that somebody came up and they were like, do you guys work for BuzzFeed? And they were like, (laughs) yeah, we do. You want to take a picture? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you seen? (laughs) Um, thanks for thanks watching. watching. Yeah, that's a big Any one. Thanks for watching. That they would leave BuzzFeed? Or no, you, this is like thick as thieves in BuzzFeed. No, thick I think thieves. this was like thick as thieves. Yeah, because it was yeah. also like, at least for Keith, it was like one of the first 
day jobs he ever had that was mm-hmm. in the field that he wanted to do. So mm-hmm. he was just so excited, you know, and they were a little older at this point, too, from when they were like, they came in as like interns and fellows and, you know. Mm-hmm. And this was also, this was one of the first um, videos that was like heavily produced, you know, so so mm-hmm. they had a producer and they had somebody that was, you know, basically ferrying them mm-hmm. around and uh, like we had somebody pick us up mm-hmm. from the airport and I was like, what is this, mm-hmm. what is this service that we're getting, you know, like having <laughs> a be, life of uh, luxury. Like, yeah. Like the first sponsored video they, and, and I remember meeting with, um, meeting with their, you know, producer uh, for dinner mm-hmm. one night and yeah, she was just like, this is going to be great. We're going to be doing this and this and this. And I was like, whoa, she's got it all like taken care of. This is crazy. You guys mm-hmm. don't, you, you guys mm-hmm. aren't like, somebody is, is kind of doing a lot Handling of this them. work. Yeah. <laughs> they were being handled. It was such a strange yeah. thing. It, it was, it was completely <laughs> new. I was thrilled with it though, because you know, their producer who was handling them is now one of my best friends and we're like in each other's weddings. And it's just like one of those things where I was like, man, I I would have never met Katie if it wasn't for the boys being together. Mm -hmm. You know, same with like, I would have never met Rachel. I would never met Maggie, never met Ariel. I would never met you guys if they weren't together. So it's so like interesting how much our lives are intertwined with like work. In general, I think it's really fun to work with people who are your actual friends. Like and that's family. pretty. That's that's dreamy. That's so dreamy. You know. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like yeah. it, we are a family now. You know, it's very. We've how oh, how yeah. long has has this been going on? Probably six years. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. I think it's we're going to hit six years in March. It's not about like being w- like work friends or just friends anymore. It, it really is a family. Oh, you know, it's one thing. I'm watching cry. Yeah. Now I'm sentimental. <laughs> I know. We're watching Ariel be a mama of two and Rachel with twins. It's crazy how time's mm-hmm. passing and, you know, know, we all get to be a part of each other's lives. Max you know, some, is gonna get married, and we're gonna prank Zach about it as much as possible. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Becky's become a cat lady this year. Mm-hmm. A real transformation mm-hmm. from zero to several. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've Boggles. had babies, two weddings, or we will have two weddings, mm-hmm. two babies, two weddings. To bring it back to the video for a second, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, how? Did you feel when you saw the first edit, or they probably didn't show you in it, but when you saw the video cut together and you saw the sharks beneath them, were you like, oh my God? Yeah, it was really intense. I Mm -hmm. remember once I saw the video, I remember thinking, how could BuzzFeed let them do this? That's that's like (laughs) the first thing that I thought of. I was like, "This this is completely... This is so scary. How, like they're risking their lives. How how could BuzzFeed let, th- let them do this? Um, but of course, you know they signed away all their. It, it wasn't BuzzFeed that oh, let them do it. They, they wanted to do it themselves. <laughs> I don't think I really understood what had happened because Zach had told me over the phone what the day went like. But we were also very new 
So it wasn't like a very long phone conversation. He was traveling, so I wanted to be respectful of him being with his friends and working. But when I saw the footage, you guys know my friend Samra. She's a wildlife biologist, mm-hmm. and she knows lot. She used to work at the Monterey Bay Aquarium, and she's talked about bull sharks to us before. And I was like, wait a minute, there were bull sharks? You did not disclose that. They are... <gasps> super aggressive they're like one of the top three aggressive sharks in the world and there's not a lot of i mean the shark attacks it's not on the high percentage but if the boys were Mm -hmm. to have done something to threaten one of them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one wrong move they would have definitely done whatever they needed to do and they're pack animals so they travel in large Mm -hmm. groups they're not singular sharks when i watched that video I see where the guys are, but what I am thinking of is that camera guy who seems super far out by himself, yeah. shooting them mm-hmm. under and is not with the instructor. He's got some I've, distance. He's getting the wide shot. And I'm like, who's that? Are they in a special tank? Because if they're not, who's that? Are they okay? And the instructor seemed panicked as well. And you never want your instructor to... No, it's the worst. It's like, oh, they're like, concerned. Now, I should like, be concerned. The um, the buddy video to that, that one of the other part of that series is when they try not to die at sea. And Keith just oh. has the worst time of his life. Becky, oh, man. <laughs> my poor baby. He's so gentle, gentle little giant. And he was so sick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do you get seasick as well, Becky? Oh, yeah. I mean, you I just do. get nauseous in life in general as mm-hmm. a um, like character trait. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always stick with you when we go on rides together. When I write the you book kind of about have your my... life. She yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was like in my early 20s and I said to like some friend, I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, you just get like nauseous before whatever. And they were like, what? I- no, no. like no horrible. people don't just <laughs> and she's like i think you have anxiety i was like hmm. i'll look into oh. that <laughs> oh okay um but well. yeah i i get nauseous keith he's usually like got a pretty good stomach like he's not one to throw up that much though there was one See, time he and eugene went out oh. keith and eugene went out and i was sleeping in bed and it was when we were in our first apartment and I just hear the door come in and like some rumbling. And then I hear the noise. Oh. And then Keith goes, it's Eugene's fault. It's Eugene's <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I have and heard like, that. Keith never gets sick. <laughs> it's always Eugene's fault. I can't tell you how fault. many times yeah. it's Eugene's fault. Especially in those early days yeah. when Eugene would take them out. And like, and I, oh my God, they would Ned go to would West come Hollywood home sick so many times, so many times. He would but thank come back God for Eugene. Like, are, you, are you drunk? And he's like, Eugene made me do it. <laughs> That's like the new motto now. Mm-hmm. But Keith is usually pretty good at sea. So I felt bad that he was so like, de- obviously dehydrated and just yeah. the move. Oh. It even made me yeah. sick to like watch it, but I love Sax. Would a glow stick make you feel better? <laughs> He's like, there, there. Well, Keith's just no. dry heaving. <laughs> when you're throwing up, nothing, you can't uh, do anything else. Like, that's all you no. can do. It's the worst. And nothing well, makes and, it better until you're docked. Yeah. Well, and yeah. the thing was, by the time they were there, because they had already, they had been doing like the pre production of it, and then they mm. were still like, an hour away from land. Like there was just no 
rest no from these waves and this choppiness. Mm-hmm. And they were just out there for so long that I was like, oh, no. So I do, yeah. I do try and tell Keith anything that's going to like really hurt you or like really make you like ill like Mm -hmm. if you could not if you could not do those (laughs) all right everybody we are going to get into a new segment that we are calling controversial opinions where we one of us brings forward an opinion that could perhaps be a little controversial um i seem to have a lot of these so i am going to start this week with a controversial opinion (laughs) that i know i already know that becky is going to have some some very strong feelings about this um okay controversial opinion is Uh i think that it is better to read the books after you watch the movie i'm leaving I gotta, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I knew Why, it. Ariel? Why? Why? Well, what could well, you possibly have? Let me reason? tell you. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Point number one. Point number one. You are not. I feel like when you read the book before you watch the movie, you are mm-hmm. inevitably disappointed when you watch the movie because here is this world that you know and love that you have created in your head and it is not the same as what the studio, the director, whoever has created in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Yes. Okay. That would be my argument opposite is that <laughs> go, the person go, Becky, who created go. these characters and these stories and came up with the idea, you should see what their opinion is first and then see the movie. And then you can see how the director and the writers and the producers imagined that movie being. But what if it's not what if it's not up to your standards? What if it's not what you expected? Yeah, but. I don't want to read the book and picture the movie. Like, I don't want to read the Harry Potter and picture Daniel Radcliffe. I want to picture my own version of what it looks like. I don't want to, like, see those characters acting it out in the books because the books are so good Mm -hmm. that I don't want to ruin. I don't want to do anything to ruin the books because the books are always better. Always. See, I I agree. The books are always better. And so if, if this is a, if this is a world that you absolutely love, you know, say, let's, let's Mm -hmm. talk about like the Hunger Games, Lord of the Rings, um, you know, like, like series. Gone Girl, um, Harry Potter, Outlander, you know, like, um, oh, um, Game of Thrones, you know, like all of these, Mm -hmm. all of these series that, that, that we love. Um, I, I actually think that the, the movie or the show or whatever, it it's like it's a shorter segment of time that you're spending, you know. So mm-hmm. maybe if you mm-hmm. um, if you just wanted to like dip your toe <clears throat> to find out if you liked this world, this like fantasy world that they're bringing you into, mm-hmm. watching it first mm-hmm. is a good idea, and then reading the books because it's a deep dive. So you get like a taste by watching the movie, and then you can really just just delve into the world and into the like detail of the books though no 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 no, because if you watch the movie first you're gonna have this worldview and you're gonna 
assume that the illustrations look a certain way just based on what you had just watched. The books are a 10-course feast, and the movie's just <laughs> a little dessert to remind you of what that tasted like. Yeah. Right? But what if the dessert is, is awful? What if you hate the dessert? Then it ruined, then it ruins so the then, whole meal. No, but what if you hate the dessert? <laughs> And you haven't had the meal, you're not going to go eat the meal then. I mean, we're going too deep into this metaphor. Yeah. But if the movie's no good, then you're not going to read the books. Well, okay, I, I have a, a perfect example of why you should watch or why you should read the book first and then watch okay. the movie. Okay. Everyone here has seen The Notebook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. If, you ha- if you're listening and you haven't seen The Notebook, I guess you could pause this part, not listen to this part, but, you know, it came out a long time ago, so I don't feel bad <laughs> spoiling it. So... The Notebook, written by Nicholas Sparks. Mm-hmm. How does the movie end? They die together. The Notebook, the book written by Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> they don't die. There's a sequel called The Wedding about one of their kids. Oh. <laughs> they See, that would, they ruined it. They that would make me so happy. Them. That would make me so happy. They just didn't want to make a sequel. A sequel. No. Because then... Then I could then I could read then I could read like the book and and at the end of the book I would expect that they were gonna die but they didn't and then I, that would be so much extra joy <laughs> <What>? for me. <laughs> Ariel, oh what's God. your next bullet point? <laughs> oh, okay, my next bullet point. Bullet point number two. Uh, you know the book is gonna be good because they made a movie about it. <laughs> okay, you know what, Ariel? I don't give you that. You, you, if you don't have that much time to read books, you want uh-huh. to know that the book that you are reading is going to be worth it. So, so I hear you guys saying that the book, it, yeah. that the book is always better than the movie and that the movie cannot be good, right? And mm-hmm. so that's what I'm well, saying is that the movie doesn't actually spoil it because the movies, they're never as good, you know? So you're still discovering you know the book, the plot even points. if... Well, even, I mean, sometimes the movie doesn't even show some of the secret plot points, like Becky's point of the Nicholas Sparks book. You know, you're discovering something completely different. You get to the end of that Mm. book and you're like, da Like, (laughs) they're still alive? (laughs) I I do agree with this point, Ariel. I think you are on to something here. But again, I'm flipping it back to being why I get the book first. (laughs) Is because every year I Google what books are being made into movies this year. Oh, yeah. And then I try to buy those books or read Mm -hmm. those books. If I know HBO is making a series, I buy the books. Right? Because then you're like, I know this is going to be a good book. Mm -hmm. But there are a couple, though I will say, Ariel, I'm with you on Dune. Dune is coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. I cannot read the book to save my life. It is, I, I don't understand anything I'm reading and I will be watching Dune the movie so I can understand and then You know, that's the actually book. funny. Then, I read Dune a long time ago and it's I so love the- It's yeah. <laughs> um, I've never Okay, tried. but that brings me to, okay. actually, I'm skipping a bullet Maggie, point Maggie, I'm not clear if you agree or disagree overall yet. Oh my God, I disagree. <laughs> so I am, I'm 100% in the minority here. Uh, yeah. cheese stands why it's the controversial opinion yeah i think that when you watch the movie first you're kind of already making assumptions as you're reading so you're almost talking over the author because you're like oh i already know it's going to go this way and mm-hmm. it kind of okay. dampers the I do experience like knowing how to pronounce the names though like yeah. hermione mm-hmm. i could have sure. how did you say it before the movie hermione oh, hermione i think it was hermione, hermione or hermione yeah, yeah. And then I heard it and was like, huh? 
Oops. <laughs> Hermione. It is embarrassing like, when you name? go to like a lit class and you go to talk about the main character and everyone's like, who? And you're like, oh, wait, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been mispronouncing it. In my head, because you're reading In it. my head. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. What you got, Ariel? What's that last point? We were talking about <laughs> Game of Thrones, right? Okay. So Game of yes. Thrones has a very, very complicated uh, like family tree system where, yes. mm-hmm. like, you're. If I actually did read that book first, and I was reading all the names, and I could mm-hmm. not keep up with the names and the family. No, you can't. You have you can't. to like mm-hmm. just let it go and be like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be confused, and that's gonna be okay. But then, so I read the first book, and then I watched the first season, and then I read the rest of the books, and. When I read the rest of the books, I had the characters in my head. I didn't, I didn't like, I, mm-hmm. I could see their faces with their names. And so mm-hmm. I had a much better grasp of who was related to who. And like, this name goes with this person. Oh, okay. Well, that person, you know, is doing this sort of stuff because you have like a, a an idea in your head of what that person looks like and, and who they're related to. Mm-hmm. But couldn't you argue that if you read the book first, it would make sense more and do full circle when you when watch you the watch series. It. So people who just watched the series were often confused. But I read all six books before they even made the series and mm-hmm. was like waiting on book seven when then they made the TV show. And I had no problem following it because once you're on book six, you got it. You got it yeah. down. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I really do like reading the books after. But the fact is, I just like reading <laughs> books that are made into things. Yeah, that's, don't we? All? That's like a number one thing, Becky. I love that that you Google what is being made into a movie. <gasps> oh you yeah! Have... If you guys want anything, I have them yes. all like on my bookshelf. <laughs> um, if you guys want to get good. the jump on a movie or a book that I think I know will be turned into a movie in the next like five years, there's no mm-hmm. way this book. It is when you read it, you're like, I'm watching the movie. Yes. It's called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, I've I've heard oh. of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I just let Write one of my other girlfriends borrow it, but you can all take a turn with it. You will finish it in it. like a day. Yeah. Okay. But it is it has to be turned into a movie. It is so I hear it's great. so 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 good. So amazing. Wow. And don't look up anything about it cuz okay. I went in totally blind and I I thought it was really neat discovering things at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. counterpoint, Ariel. Going in blind into a book that everyone's like, oh, read it, read it, is really <gasps> oh, fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. What's your, okay, yeah. do you guys have a favorite series that's been made into a, a movie, a, a show? Oh, you know what I will give you on movies being better than books? I think The Magician's TV show Mm. was better than the Magician's book series. It The book just, there were some part like there's this one part where they go, they're like all magicians, you know, it's like adult Harry Potter, but they like go and they turn into like wolves or something for a minute. And in the book, it's like a large part of this book. And you're like, they're wolves. Nobody can talk. Why am I reading this? And in the TV show, they did the good thing that like also Harry Potter did by taking out mm-hmm. like, the entire first chapter of Harry being like so freaking depressed and you just have to yeah. hear about how sad he is. They make it like one minute and yeah. you're like, perfect. <laughs> Great. Perfect. He's in a cupboard. That's all I needed. Let's get That's on with it. Maggie, what's your favorite book movie yeah. combo? The Princess Bride? Mm. Mm. That's a good oh. one. I just, I love those like fantasy or uh, period pieces. Um, mm-hmm. But... 
I would say the one that I really, really got into and I could not stop like buying the books and just, they just kept going was Outlander. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I, I was going to guess that for you. I was like, yes. it's Outlander. I know it's, it's going it, to be Outlander. <laughs> I just, I, those, those books were like bricks and I had a uh-huh. stack of them that I could build into a house because I was just, I, I could not stop reading those. <sighs> they were just so fun and steamy. Like even the books are steamy. <laughs> And you, you guys know how much I love a, a steamy book. What about you, Rach? Gone Girl, Big Little Lies. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, but what I'm reading now is N.K. Jemison's. I read her trilogy, the fifth season, before, and I think someone should make it into several movies. It's very cool. Ooh. And she's a black female sci-fi fantasy writer which <gasps> of which there are so few Whoa. and all of her like concepts have to do with that um like on a like analytical level and i'm reading her duology now and someone mm. sign this girl <laughs> do you guys have any authors that you like if this xyz author writes a book like george rr R. martin right yes That's, uh, yeah, Game that of is his man. name like mm-hmm. if people are like dying for the next book and all of that do you have anyone that you're like whatever you come out with i'll read i just go off whatever is highly recommended to me what about you oh girl you know i am a basic b anything john fucking green comes out i was about to ask i will buy i I will read it in a day i will devour it and then chuck palinuk i'll read all of his books but they're very opposite ends of the spectrum (laughs) i love that you can read a whole book in a day becky That's I know. so nice. That's fantastic. I could, uh, My mom and grandma do it too. I think we're uh-huh. just like, we've always been like very fast. Yeah. Are you a fast reader? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fast. How about you, Ariel? Mm-hmm. Any authors that you're like, I need I think, it? I think I'm with Maggie where I, I don't have like one in particular. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there are some authors that I'll, I'll look at the books that they have read because I've liked or that, that they've written because I liked, you know, books that they wrote before. But I, I it's not a, a guarantee that I'm going to like it. So I usually do the same thing that you do where I'll look up like, is this is this a good book? Is this going turning into a movie? Or mm-hmm. I will I'll just go based on other people's recommendations, you know, so yeah. a lot of times mm-hmm. uh I think recently Rachel had some Instagram story where she talked about her the books that she liked, and I just ordered a couple on Amazon. I was like, Yay. someday I'm going to have time but to read, and I'm going to read this. If yeah. I own them, Ariel, don't buy them. I'll give them to you. If you have the opportunity to not buy a book from Amazon, and you mm, could buy yeah. it from mm. a bookstore, that is, is a big help to the bookstores, because physical bookstores are like, straight drowning right now because Amazon mm. when you look at like okay so a book on the back of the cover says it's twenty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Amazon will buy that book and sell it to you for you know five dollars they can eat that cost the right, smaller bookstores can't eat that cost yeah mm-hmm. so they have to sell mm-hmm. it for the price that the book is there's a bunch um, of good like secondhand book websites too that you can go to that but are not you guys can borrow new. anything off my bookshelves anytime <laughs> You can come shopping. I had to buy the Bridgerton book from Barnes and Noble and nowhere else. I like some others. I like Bookshop or IndieBound, but I had to Mm -hmm. buy there because it was sold out everywhere else. Everyone's (laughs) reading it right now because everyone's like, give me more Duke. You guys are so good to, I'm, I'm so 
I'm so bad at that because it, because it's just so easy yeah. sometimes. But sometimes the mm-hmm. the things that are harder are better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My trick for Amazon is keep the app, and then you can go. I mean, also like we're no fucking saints. We have Amazon packages coming all the time too, but. If there is something that I see on Amazon that I want to get, I will copy the name and put it into Google Mm -hmm. and see if the actual company sells it or if I can get it from somewhere that's not Amazon. But we've gotten so conditioned to believe that like we it's the Ariana Grande thing. I like it. I want it. You know, I got it. Mm -hmm. You want it fast. Okay, I want to know uh, what is a book that you like desperately wish that you could read over for the first time. Like you forgot about, mm. like you forgot what the book was oh. and you had never read it, but you wish that you could experience that first time reading it again. For me, it would be the golden compass, the whole series. Mm. I, I, I read it when I was maybe mm-hmm. 16 and I just mm. devoured it. And we were living in London at the time and, um, uh, they had just made it into, um, a play at the um, like Royal theater and mm-hmm. they made it into, they made all three books into two plays. And so you would buy tickets cool. to both and then you'd see one on one weekend and one on the next weekend. And cool. Oh my gosh, I was in a f- fantasy dreamland for like a month, just t- mm. devouring all of this content. Oh, it was, it, that was one of the best parts of, of like, I, I just remember that being such an amazing time in my life. And when you were younger, Ariel, I'm sure you were like, you didn't have a cell phone with the internet on it and you weren't going out a lot or maybe where I don't know, but like you just get so much more immersed in the world because your world is somewhat smaller than it is now. Right. Mm-hmm. You just, and um, you know, as a teenager, you just kind of want to escape your world sometimes. Yes. And so going (laughs) into this, like this other world that is so completely immersive, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, it's second to none. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Zach and I went up to, we drove up to the Russian river. It's like North of San Francisco. So we were in the car for like eight hours straight. Uh, This is probably three or four years ago. Um, And we started reading um, Harry Potter book one and that was really fun to do but then jk rowling started saying a bunch of fuck that fucked up shit so i rescind that comment such a turf but well the beautiful thing about the harry potter books maggie is that they were written by no one no one wrote them they just exist but zach and i had so much fun doing voices like he would he would take turn driving and i would do it and then he would then i would and he would pretend to be severus snape Mm. it was fun it was really you guys are so precious you read (laughs) harry potter aloud to each other in the car yeah you don't get nauseous when you read in the car i thought you were listening to an audiobook no we could have done that but um we were on the we wanted to take the pretty way um and it wasn't when northern california had like a bunch of fires that year so it was really pretty even though it's the Mm -hmm. longer way but yeah i like cannot read i can't even read like texts in a car if we're going straight i get really nauseous going up laurel canyon to get anywhere in the valley for us because that's the only street Mm -hmm. we can take other than the freeway which is 20 minutes that way um 
but I get really nauseous on that those kinds of streets. But if we're just going uh, straight, it's not so bad for me. Mm-hmm. It's when we start doing twists and turns and my brain gets confused as to where I am. <laughs> <laughs> where am I? That's why you get dizzy. It's like you're... Have you ever spun round, 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 round and round and then opened your eyes and mm-hmm. see your eyes kind of jitter? It's trying to figure out where you where your axis is. Yeah, I saw those glasses that they have that you can wear because like I would love to read in the car. But again, I don't want to throw up. But they have these right, glasses not that worth basically it. have like um, blinder type things on them. <gasps> Horse that blinders. It, yeah, but they're not blinders. It's almost like I think they're like reflective or something, but they help your uh-huh. eyes keep I wonder like, how that works. Like it's almost like spotting. I yeah, I don't yeah. I don't remember what the technology on it was, but I was like I want that. I want yeah. that. <laughs> that would be cool. What's the book you would read again, Becky, if you could? Oh, uh, if I could. There are a few. So Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I would definitely reread. That was okay. one that I just read that I was like, "Holy shit, that was so good." Um, but um, I'm so basic. I The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, so that's a good I one. I even said it, but like, oh. I, I just could reread that. You love like, what you I love. I just crying. I cried know. a lot. The heart yeah. wants what it wants, so, Becky. Oh, I just, I, I loved that book. Loved it. I'm a little like 16 year old at heart. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> Yes. 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 I'm reading young adult books left and right here. <laughs> Even so important good. ones. <laughs> I need the remixed version. Guys, so I loved all this. We're we're yeah. like if we were on TikTok, we'd be on Book Talk right now. <gasps> book Talk. Do book you watch talk. Book TikTok? Get... Becky, is that your TikTok feed? Maybe. <laughs> I'm on Book Book Talk, Plant Talk, and then I sent Zach and Maggie a funny, um, it was like, you know the song in Hamilton where it's like, hey, 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 <laughs> well, it was a bunch of hay talking With to each eyeballs. other, like little barrels of hay that had eyeballs, and then at the end, it was a little cow that went, moo, <laughs> So I sent it to Zach and Maggie, but I watched it so much that now I'm on like farm TikTok. <laughs> oh my god, so good! So many of you guys have been sending yeah. me axolotl TikToks, and because of that, my entire feed is just axolotls and, and my Maggie's search been history. Sending them to me, axolotl yes. plushies. I've been recommended. I love it. Also, I take fun it back. Fact. They are cuter than the first photo you showed us. <laughs> Some of those TikToks were kind of cute. The first photo was horrifying. I learned something this week, too, that I have been... There's only one lake in the entire world where wild axolotls live, because there's a lot in laboratories, and a lot of people have them as pets. Mm -hmm. Lake... I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Lake Xochimilco. It is outside of Mexico City. Zach and I have been there, and we had no (gasps) idea. Our little friends, they were were swimming. you. You could have seen them? Yes, they live there. Also, I learned another important fact about them is that they can regenerate limbs. Like if their arm well, gets cut that off. That goes back into the freaky category. But I mean, they're cool though. Legs. There's a study. I think that they're trying to study like, I mean, it's more complicated than just talking about it. Like scientists are trying to understand what it is about them that they can do that in hopes of helping with like wound healing in people okay. or like amputations oh, yeah. or like trying to get a finger like if you get your finger cut off like what they can do to get the finger to take if it's sewed back on because sometimes it's okay. kind oh, of 50 50 oh, wow. with 
vascularization yeah it's really interesting cool. but yeah i'm so mad that i didn't know mm. i was there because you it's kind of a tourist um p- place where you can get in a boat and it's like the venice canals of mexico city where you can get there's vendors on the river where you can buy food and there's music it's really nice but i didn't know our little friends were underneath us i could have gotten one you could have scooped one out once we can travel again you'll go back yeah Mm -hmm. but they're illegal Um, in california apparently even though that they are endangered you can't have them here because if they were to escape they could um damage our ecosystem ecosystem well thanks for listening guys (laughs) cutie little booties yeah cutie Cutie booties booties. thank you for listening to our um book talk our bts of our you know try guys videos that we've seen um if you have another suggestion for another try guys video that you guys want to know sort of what we were doing in the background of that video let us know in the comments um also tell us like what book are you reading right now that you can't put down Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to hear your suggestions. And as always, you can email it, email us at youcansitwithuspod at gmail.com. Make sure you're rating and reviewing us wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.